0: Hey everyone and welcome to the Atomic Cinema Experiment. We are a sci-fi movie podcast. I am Peter and joining me as always is Tara.
1: Greetings citizens.
0: Yeah, and you forgot to do that last episode actually. And I think it was my fault because of the way I introduced it or you remember to do it but like i just kind of steamrolled on and then you eventually went uh, greeting citizens oh yeah i'm supposed to introduce it you (laughs) (laughs) and myself uh why why, i don't know why i'm explaining this at the start of this episode who uh, who knows we talk about sci-fi movies oh in this episode we are discussing a film from this year we're going to talk about alita battle angel so we're going to talk about that we'll start spoiler free we'll give you a warning before we go into spoilers and that's what we're going to do
1: wasn't this movie like I know you said this year, but wasn't it delayed like three times?
0: I'm pretty sure there was a point like fifteen years ago that when they first announced James Cameron was going to direct like, a Battle Angel. So Yeah. I mean
1: Okay, yeah.
0: How many times has it been delayed? Probably more than three then. Yeah. Um obviously he did not direct this. He is one of the producers, but it's Robert Rodriguez who is the director, who's kind of like a everyman director you know he's got some very distinctive films but he's also done a lot of stuff and he's got a lot of variety in his filmography you know you mm-hmm. you have half of from dust he's very Dawn. for me yeah you, you've got spy kids and then you've got you know planet terror and then you've got like yeah he's all over the place the desperado you know whatever um so he's directing this and this is a film which is based on i, I want to say manga <laughs> It's either a manga or an anime. Manga, anim... manga, and well, no, I'm not, I'm not disputing with myself over the pronunciation of manga. Um, if I'm saying manga, it's like mango,
1: but without with an A at the end.
0: <laughs> yes, I, I, if I'm saying manga wrong, I don't care. It's fine. Just let me go with it. Um, but or is it based on an anime? I think it's a manga, not an anime. But regardless, I don't know. I
1: don't know. It's not my wheelhouse. <laughs> Clearly,
0: it's not mine either. Um, you know in fact one of the one of the criteria for except being accepted onto the show as a, as a co-host one of the reasons why tara is even on male fuzz tv is because she she said the first time we ever spoke i can't stand anime and <laughs> i was like okay, you're hired because I'm okay so-
1: it's not that i can't stand it is that many of people have tried to tell me that it's great and <laughs> yes. i've sat down and watched it and i've never seen anything great it's always just been like i don't get this
0: <laughs> messes is typically what i usually end up seeing um and that's not to, not to say that every japanese piece of animated work is like that because you know miyazaki from studio uh, ghibli he, you know like i don't think of his stuff in the same wheelhouse as i do like evangelion and and you know all those other anime series yeah
1: attack on titan yeah sword art online those are the ones that I've been forced to watch. Sort of aligns just I thought that was a game. <laughs> it sounds like a video game. I think it's a game based on the show, which mm. is a show
0: about a video game. I love a lot of things about Japan, but anime is definitely not one of them.
1: Yeah, it's just so messy. I don't know. It's not um, my thing.
0: But here's the, here's the thing, as much as this sounds like we're tangent at the start of this episode, this is actually relevant information because this movie being based on that part of that that culture, um, more more. I mean, manga and anime kind of go hand in hand. It's kind of the, the you know, like a lot of anime are based on manga. Like they're the kind of, uh, mm-hmm. you know, peas in a pod. Um, so us expressing... This is a very
1: anime film.
0: It is. No, and I think us expressing our opinions on that it sets up the context for how we're going to frame this conversation and our feelings and how we may have reacted to the movie. Sure um i think the last thing i'll say about anime and by extension manga um is that what annoys me about it and why i don't like it or what annoys me about not liking it is that conceptually a lot of what's in a lot of them should appeal to me because i love science Mm -hmm. fiction i love cyborgs i love you know mechs and monsters and like a lot of things that are in these stories i should love but it's the execution it's the way they're written it's the way they they pace the story it's the way they have certain types of character that i just
1: i can't do there's a lot of tropes that i recognize you know there's always like a post-apocalyptic world Mm -hmm. everything's always huge (laughs) like gargantuan
0: yep 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 um (laughs) it's all
1: it's usually like this environment in order to not like Tell a great story about the human condition, but it's it's like let's use this environment to just make things look cool and lots of blood and action and stuff that I don't really care about.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I can care about that if the human story is there to back it up. But sure. yeah, you know. Um, so so you, know, and this might lose me a lot of credibility with some people, but I actually really like Pacific Rim movies, which are probably the most anime thing I like. Um, I
1: only saw the first one and I didn't like it
0: that's fair that's fair i I enjoyed the first one i enjoyed the second one and it was probably you know i I guess where i draw the line is i grew up with power rangers and that was more my power rangers love kind of like being fed Mm -hmm. and and those movies um because obviously based on hell even half the footage is from a japanese tv show it's not even just based on the japanese tv show half of the footage i watched
1: power rangers growing up too yeah that was my jam
0: well, who who didn't? I even
1: kind of liked the movie.
0: <laughs> as did I. I mean, who 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 didn't love Power Rangers in our age group?
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: And I I think I was really nice to. I said our age group. I think I think I have I've grown as a person and I've accepted you into the same age group as me.
1: <laughs> yeah, I wasn't about to correct you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we are the same age group. Come on, it's four years. It's not that different. <laughs> that's the same yeah. generation. We're both millennials. You just gonna have to deal with it. Um. <laughs> i don't know what that means <laughs> it means we're over like 23 but less than thirty, i think something like that oh. something in that range
1: it means i'm uh, something that older people get upset about
0: <laughs> yeah but what it means but really young i pe- don't pe-
1: appreciate certain things
0: but really young people look at us as the oldies now unfortunately that's a thing that happens. oh yeah yeah um that's all right they should respect their elders they should little shits uh so <laughs> Yeah so so what is the premise of Elite Battle Angel? Elite Battle Angel is set in a future where there was a war hundreds of years ago um, and we've left in this remains so we have got Iron City uh, where all of our characters exist and cyborg augmentations are very normal lots of people have like robotic arms or legs or you know some some people have full like robotic bodies under their head um Elite specifically is a is a cyborg that's found uh, and the remnants uh, by by one of her main characters, uh, Christoph Waltz plays uh, Dr. Ido, and Ido finds her, and he does mention that she has a human brain, so she was mm-hmm. human originally at some point um, and put into a completely cybernetic body. Um, but he wakes her up, she's got amnesia, and the movie's largely about her kind of learning what type of person she is, her place in the world, um, you know, a love interest that she, she sort of becomes smitten with, and obviously some villains that are, are, kind of want her because she's this old tech that's been, like, illegal for centuries and, and so on and so on. Um, and it's also worth mentioning there's also a richer city that's actually floating in the sky. There's, like, a sort of... The, and this it's like is, an Elysium. Yeah, this is a concept we've seen in a bunch of things. Elysium's one of them. Uh, more recently there was a pretty bad show on Netflix called Auto Carbon which had this idea where all the rich people mm-hmm. lived in the sky. Um so that was the thing in that show so it's a very common sci-fi trope is the the rich people living in a, a city that no one else can get to and the goal for a lot of characters is to somehow get to that city like you know you know if i make the deals with the right people who have got connections can i can i somehow get up there um but alita of course in the war was someone who could fight and she quickly kind of has learns from her reflexes that she knows how to fight and that becomes a big part of the the movie um before i ask uh how we feel about it i'm i want to also set up some context here for how did we feel about this before the movie like i mean i know the trailers. yeah i know the answer to this because you've told me already but for the sake of the audience
1: yeah i felt like i watched that trailer for like a year every time i went into the theater it was always on it probably was like something that premiered the previous christmas and then didn't come out to the next one um and right away i didn't like the animation style i thought you know, she was kind of weird looking, and <laughs> with her big anime eyes, and I didn't like the CGI, and I just didn't. I, the trailers did not sell me on the movie at all.
0: Yeah, bizarrely,
1: I was, and uh, I skipped it for that reason.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that's fair. Bizarrely, I was actually cautiously optimistic about this film going and I'm not going to reveal how I feel about it yet, um, because I, I like to hold that in until until the question's been mm-hmm. asked, but, um. I, I was cautiously optimistic after the second trailer because we got like, the first trailer and it looked kind of like, eh, whatever, a uh, bit anime, whatever. Um, yeah. The trailer, though, that had the, the Linkin Park cover, the the piano version of, uh, I think, Great Divide uh was the song or something to that extent. And I remember I actually kind of get into that trailer and I think music was a big part of it, but... Like the action looked a little bit more interesting. It looked like okay. I, I like stories where you have cyborgs learning their humanity and like learning they've got something to fight for. I'm a big fan mm-hmm. of that type of concept. Like and again, this goes back to my conversation about anime, where I, I do tend to like a lot of the concepts that they play with. It's just the execution. But the trailer made me think, oh, maybe this is just going to be, you know, untangled enough to to work for me, and maybe I'll I'll get into yeah. it.
1: Yeah. Despite but the the yeah. reviews came out and they were not great either so that like That's just kind of confirmed my suspicion i went all right i'm it, just gonna not waste my time
0: it was very mixed but on that subject though i just mentioned that i liked pacific Rim 2, which also did not review well and i loved that movie yeah. anyway
1: so yeah i like movies that don't get reviewed well so sometimes it, it happens. happens sometimes you'll you'll just happen to like something but that, when you're already like on sense. the fence about whether or not you oh, want to sure. see something and then the reviews are like don't go like,
0: all right <laughs> <laughs> but of course you do a sci-fi movie podcast now and we have to <laughs> do all the big sci-fi motion pictures that that come yeah. out in some form or another so we watched alita Paci- alita pacific room alita battle angel um not a great title why not just alita i mean alita is a, a unique enough name that it could, like that could be a title why, why, why does it have to have the battle angel
1: yeah so i didn't like the battle angel i think it just added to the whole like oh this is the anime thing that i'm probably not gonna like
0: yeah <laughs> it sounds like that um and just before we finally get to asking the question did we like this movie or not although Tara's not exactly uh <laughs> keeping us in too much suspense is at one point james cameron was going to direct this and regardless of whether or not i liked or disliked this movie it would have been better if james cameron directed it <laughs>
1: Well, always. That's yeah. always the case.
0: Like if, because, because when you look at Avatar, and we'll do Avatar, probably not too long before Avatar Two comes out. But Avatar
1: Ooh, has I'm some... actually really excited for it. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. I think we were weirdos, and that we're both excited
1: for Avatar Two, when everyone else on the planet's like Avatar's lame. Really um, whatever. They all liked it when it came out. But, they all saw it, and they all sat there and wonder, and went, "Oh my god, it's in three D. It's like I'm really there." And then when the movie was over, they're like, you know what? It was a lot like Ferngully or Dances with Wolves. Like, yeah. Whatever. Who cares? So it's a concept that's been done before. It's still very original.
0: I can't wait till we do Avatar because the salt that's going to come from Tara (laughs) is going to be unprecedented. Um, But, like here's the thing though avatar actually is, does have some anime qualities like they have mech suits and oh yeah shit. for sure you know um
1: edge of tomorrow which we haven't done yet is based on like an anime i think or a manga and
0: i love that movie it's a, yeah it's a damn solid movie so stupid
1: title but i love it
0: yeah they should have kept the original title the original title is so much better
1: uh i don't like any of the three titles
0: okay. all you need is kill you don't like
1: that title no it's dumb
0: oh that's a great title that's a catchy title you go what does that mean like that's great um yeah that's my favorite of the three um and i don't like edge of tomorrow but it annoyed me that they tried to change it like i don't hate live die repeat but because they tried to like change it as if no one would notice that pisses me off
1: live die repeat was the tagline yes on the poster (laughs) but it was huge so everyone thought that that was the title because then it Um, in like tiny letters at the bottom it said Edge of Tomorrow which sounds kind of like a romance novel
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah so you know like the thought of what James Cameron could if James Cameron also wrote the script which I I think would make it more you know streamlined and better um, I would you know I I think this would be, be a better movie no matter what if James Cameron did it but we didn't get that movie we got the Robert Rodriguez movie so without further ado Tara Like anyone's going to be surprised at the answer you're about to give. Did you enjoy Alita Battle Angel?
1: Well, hold on to your butts because I actually kind of liked it. (laughs) Are you serious? Yeah, I would see two more of these.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're shitting me right now, right? This is a joke. No,
1: I liked it. <laughs> after that, after that 15 minutes of build up That was you just assuming. <laughs> I still have all the same feelings about anime and manga. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't bad. Oh, holy, this is a
0: swerve. This is, this is, <laughs> I did not see this coming. Holy shit. I really expected you to come in here and hate this.
1: No, no, I didn't hate it at all. I was like, maybe it's because my expectations were like on the floor level low. It it was so low going in. But, you know, it was the most coherent like anime thing I've ever seen. And I thought the action was pretty cool. I liked that for some reason, the CGI like totally blew me away watching it, even though in the trailers, I was just like rolling my eyes the whole time. And uh, it works in the movie. And it's a beautiful world. I like the setting. Um, not everything works for me, obviously, but overall, I'm actually pretty positive. And uh, yeah,
0: <laughs> I, <laughs> I know your mind is blown. I, 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 I don't I, I what? <laughs> but that's just like that's just like if Tim came in and said that he he, he changed his mind and he hated the boy all this time or. Or if Connor sat there and says, you know what, I've changed my mind, I actually really like Christmas now. You know,
1: like, something silly like that. What? Yeah. I'd watch more of these. I thought it was pretty good. Well, it bombed did hard. You like it?
0: it? bombed hard, so I wouldn't get too excited about the sequel.
1: Yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> um, Did I like it? Well, now I've got this to live up to. How's my answer going to compete with this? <laughs> um i i was disappointed and i didn't have okay. extreme expectations but i thought i might like it in the same way that i like a pacific room i was i was thinking it'll be kind of shallow but it may have a bit of heart and i mm-hmm. would get into the character because i you know and i think the best thing about the movie is her i, I think her performance and yeah she's great yeah she's she, you know uh, the actress uh, rosa salazar um like she is the best part of the movie um and I wanted to like it. I I really did. I come down somewhere really like honestly, I was really middling on it. And then the final like twenty minutes, like I kinda hated it. Yeah.
1: There's a there's an arc with a character that I don't really care about at all that happens. And then there's like an additional <laughs> ending tacked on to the ending that we already got. Yep. That I didn't really need because of that arc. <laughs> so here's here's the
0: thing. This movie Like, from the trailers, like, I really got this idea that she was going to fight for her past and she was going to fight for herself. And the movie really hinges on the romance between her and her love interest, um, Hugo. And I don't like this romance. I don't really like his character and I don't care for it at all. So when the movie in the third act started to, like... Because I thought, okay, we've got our love interest, he'll play into the plot. But I didn't think he was going to be the the core, like, not McGuffin, but the, the core thing that the entire third act emotionally revolves around. And because of that, the third act was the worst part for me where I'm just like, I don't I don't care about that. I, I, like, that should be a side plot if that. Not that she needs a love interest, she yeah. doesn't. Um,
1: no, I agree. The, the love interest part is the part that kind of doesn't work for me either. I mean, they're both fine actors and she is a, she does have a teenager's brain and a 300-year-old body but it's a so you can kind of you know understand why it's there it is still very much a young adult movie i think the problem with a ton of violence <laughs> with,
0: with a lot of violence uh, i think the problem with it, outside of just not feeling the chemistry and not really feeling the, the progression of it because it does feel really forced and quick
1: well i feel it from her but i don't feel it from him
0: sure sure um but none of the emotional beats land for me when they actually try and play them as the movie goes on but I think the other big problem yeah. with it is it's just there's a lot of tropes that it's going through as it does all this stuff. There's a lot of really cliched ideas. Um,
1: yeah, she's trying to be a rebel against her dad.
0: I yeah, I, The one that really bugged me is a plot, because again, it's something we've seen before is that, and not always in a sci-fi <laughs> movie, but girls into guy that she thinks is great, but the guy's actually doing something kind of shady, he doesn't want her to know about. I'm like, how many times have I seen this? And it just, like, you know, you feel like you're going through the motions. Oh, yeah.
1: It's all the same tropes, but in a whole new package because this is a world that we don't know. And I mean, it's all done with cyborgs, which is kind of interesting.
0: And the stuff the stuff I was looking forward to getting to turned out to be never in this movie. It's like, no, no, we're sequel baiting that for, for next time. Remember, we're we going to get that. Yeah. So, like, okay, yeah, fine. It's true. Okay.
1: Yeah, they were teasing that Elysium a lot.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I I don't know. And there was a lot of other like I felt like there's a lot of great ideas in here that they don't really explore that well. Like the the idea of like how like people all being cybernetic and having cyborg like arms and stuff or even heart Yeah, they're
1: all like augmented people.
0: I feel like the movie Nobody
1: has their original limbs in this movie.
0: <laughs> Christoph Waltz does.
1: <laughs> yeah, except for Christoph Waltz.
0: Um But I feel like the movie never really like I like if we're gonna do this we're gonna be in this world, like can we explore that a little bit can we like have characters kind of like like talk about themes of like what what does it mean to cuz you know it, it becomes
1: quite clear yeah, it seems to be at a point now where it's just totally accepted that everyone is just what happens you have your nike heart in <laughs> <laughs> because i feel i feel like
0: the 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 boyfriend right uh, hugo it, there's almost never like a point where she doubts that he like might not be into her because she's you know, a cyborg and there's no point where we ever see him doubt that oh maybe it's weird that I'm into a cyborg like and I get that maybe the world's at the point now where that's more normal but it feels weird to me in this movie to like like it doesn't feel it like, to me like they're making a point of saying no this is normal now it makes to me it feels like the script just didn't bother like they didn't bother writing an exploring Yeah I mean
1: it. his friends kind of do make that point they call her hard body.
0: Yeah hard body yeah
1: yeah and they kind of make fun of him for it but so, so there it is there a little bit and i guess his his arc on why he decides not to do certain things anymore is because of it but yeah there's, there's a
0: lot there's a lot of things that are slightly there but it's all very surface level I, I don't feel like it explores like these ideas i don't think i think the villains are like so surface level and barely yeah. talk. we barely see them and, like, I'm supposed to feel like she's standing up against this big bad guy towards the end. We'll talk about who the villains are. Yeah, and spoilers, and how but... much
1: did... How, I mean, did they just reuse the Blade costume for Mahershala Ali's character? They <laughs> <You> just <laughs> play Blade the entire time.
0: Um, And then, uh, you know, there's, like, there like, a bigger bad behind him, which, again, is clearly sequel bait. They're clearly and you know... Yeah. They reveal an actor oh, yeah. towards the end of the movie who's playing the real villain, right? And it's like, oh, they're like, okay, I guess they were planning oh, something. yeah, they got a name and i'm like okay that's neat and all but i don't know i i felt very unfulfilled by the end i felt very unfulfilled by what they chose to explore like pick, pick what your theme is and explore that theme god damn it right yeah like so here here's an example i don't think this is a spoiler to say that you know part of the work this world is that there's no cops but lots of people volunteer to like sign up to be a a hunter murderer <laughs> hunter hunter killer i don't know um hunter kills them as uh, one of the robots in terminator or something like that but um like the idea that they basically just sign up to be like uh you know think of the old west of people just like taking bounties kind of thing so mm-hmm. uh you know she, she she at one point decides because she wants to fight back she wants to be one of these these bounty hunters so she signs up and does this and somehow There's like zero exploration of the fact that she is now an official bounty hunter, and the first time she's even faced with the possibility of having to execute someone is like in the third act of the movie. When I'm like, shouldn't this have been like a whole like act two of this movie? Is her like like realizing what she's got herself into and honing her skills or or something? Yeah, there's a
1: lot happening in the movie. Like she's becoming a bounty hunter. She's also becoming like a professional roller derby metal ball thing. Uh,
0: um, motorball I, I actually i thought they were calling it Murderball, and i thought that's a bit dark <laughs> but it's motorball <laughs> because they're wearing like uh rollerblades that are like have engines they are powered and they, they move
1: right and they do all have like murderous weapons and i think people do get killed
0: they probably do yeah murder balls the uh the, the the relaxed like casual
1: name for it i think murder ball is that is a movie i think it's like a b movie yeah,
0: it sounds like one i mean unless you're thinking of rollerball
1: I'm going to say Murderball exists. It probably does. It It sounds like a movie. You can look it up.
0: Um, So yeah, I'm quite negative, and I like some of the ideas of course. I like some of the stylistic choices. Uh, The CG is a funny one, because some of it's impressive and some of it isn't, but it ultimately left me feeling sometimes like I was uh, watching Ready Player One again.
1: The yeah, the types of cyborg that Al- alita is and like others like her they do look like ready player one
0: um and not even just that but it, it was, still kind
1: of worked for me in this
0: it was the uh the stadium for the 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 motorball right? all the crowd and stuff it was all really cg and it just had that kind of fake like ready oh, player okay. one look to it um and it just i don't know like obviously it has to be cg because it's, it's just that type of movie but um I like that it's colourful, at least. I like that, you know, Ready Player One sometimes had this, like, sort of tint to it. At least this was colourful. Which I'll take over other things any day of the week. And I do kind of like that it goes kind of nuts with its action, at the very least. Um, I do think the third act, though, was lacking, like, a proper action scene. I felt like uh, it never really had the big blow-off at the end. It was just kind of like, no, we have to care about the emotional stuff, which I don't care about, because the emotional stuff's not very good.
1: So Murderball exists, but it's not a B-movie. It's a documentary.
0: That's very different from a B-move. <laughs> yeah. What,
1: what sport? A quadriplegic oh. who plays full-contact rugby in wheelchairs overcomes unimaginable obstacles to compete in the para, uh, Paralympic Games in Athens, Greece. So. Uh, what, what was the... Oh, you just couldn't pronounce the word Paralympics? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it seems like a made-up word. Paralympics. Um,
0: that, so, that is a that was an interesting mistake some dumb b movie oh no it's a documentary about a, a guy with
1: it says there's also um there's also a one from the same year with johnny knoxville and steve-o in it so oh god but it's like a tv movie some kind of jackass thing i guess
0: yeah i want no part of that give me the documentary yeah. um so yeah i'm totally interested now <laughs> so yeah I mean that that's 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 kind of my general feelings in the movie. We'll get into the, the plot and talk about the details in a bit, but ah oh dear, some of the music was actually not bad,
1: oh yeah, um i I didn't mind it Some of it kind of stood out to me. I can't remember what scene it was. It might have been when she first
0: I've got a guess as to oh, who the co- <laughs> uh, yeah, I've got a guess as to who the composer is, So I'm just checking, oh, I want to see if I'm
1: right so, do you know.
0: I do like he does Chino. everything. I do like hmm? There's a lot of cast in this. Jeez, I was scrolling for a while there. Um, oh, I was completely wrong. Uh, I was going to guess Alan Silvestri because there was one cue that sounded like Predator. <laughs> um, it was actually Junkie XL who did Mad Max Fury Road, which does have a fantastic soundtrack. That's uh, a great score. Yeah, it does indeed. Um, okay, there was hints of that in there. He also did half a Batman v Superman though, which... Um...
1: I don't remember the score.
0: That's because it was although than the theme that they brought back from *Man
1: of Steel*. It was mostly as, dun dun, dun dun. <laughs> I'm sure he was just going with what the director wanted it to be.
0: Are you saying Zack Snyder is a talentless hack and an idiot who doesn't know what he wants or
1: wants stupid things? I'm so glad you're able to translate. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll happily sit and shit in Zack Snyder for like a little segment. Don't you worry, I'm always down for that. Oh, all, all of my movies have to look desaturated and they're, they're, they're really deep and you know, you know do you know there was a thing on twitter this week Zack Sna- hmm. Snyder fans just never seem to go away for some reason uh, they still <laughs> want the Snyder cut and they were comparing it to Shazam and I know you weren't like super hot in Shazam um, yeah. but like they were saying oh how do we go from this masterpiece to this hallmark looking movie and I'm like one of them is coherent
1: Dylan <laughs> is not. Um, so quite done. The other one had all these complex themes about God versus man and but they don't like deliver on anything. Yeah.
0: I, I think Zack Snyder knows in theory what a theme is. I don't think he knows how to write a theme into a script.
1: Are we gonna do any of his movies? <laughs> Does he have any sci-fi movies? Luckily, I don't think he does. I think we're in the clear. Have you guys done uh, Dawn of the Dead on Screams?
0: Uh, not that one. We did the original. We haven't done the, the, Snyder, the Snyder Cut, if you want to call it that. Snyder <laughs> <laughs> It's never going to go away. Well, they all get hyped up again because they released an image of what Darkseid was going to look, at, look like in Justice League 2. Oh,
1: yeah? That's yeah. still coming out? <laughs> <laughs> no it's not
0: it's not coming out it's, it's dead it's dead jim okay good um yeah that was a star trek I mean, sorry, DC for you.
1: Fans, but you guys need another reboot
0: <laughs> well here's the thing though half the dc fans like me hate those movies and want a fresh reboot or at least want to move away from that as much as possible um i, I hate it. it's because i love those characters that i hate those movies so much
1: yeah, yeah. well you got lots of good movies still you're true i have
0: dark knight trilogy i have mm-hmm. the original superman and superman 2 mm-hmm. even i quite enjoy and i even have a soft spot for superman superman 3 is not a good movie but i have a soft spot i like
1: superman 4. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a shock <sighs>
0: it's not as shocking as you like in this movie <laughs> because you like mr science theater 3000 so at least i can understand on a goofy level how Superman yeah. 4 works for you. I do
1: kind of like bad movies.
0: Yeah. Nuclear man.
1: <laughs> Nuclear. Nuclear. <laughs> Hackman says. Nuclear man. <laughs> Nuclear. I'm surprised <laughs> I don't oh, say it like
0: that. Because I, I saw that movie a lot as a kid. I'm surprised I don't say it like him. <laughs> oh no, the internet's breaking up. Oh, there you are. you back. i <laughs> mm. here. Yeah. We're good. I'd love to edit that. That's fine. That was quick enough. <laughs> so <laughs> I suppose we could get out to the topic of your hand then and give the spoiler warning for for Alita Battle Angel so we can talk about it in some in some depth. Uh, so Alita is woken up uh, and given a body. We find out this body later, of course, was a, a body that that uh, ego built for his, his daughter who passed away. Which actually I want to jump ahead to that scene. There's a flashback at one point to this. And It's probably the worst scene in the whole movie. Uh, I agree. How did they make the flashback death of his daughter be this silly?
1: I don't know. It just I need drugs, man. I know. I need them. <laughs>
0: doctor Ego, if you, you know, we've not really explained this shit, He he is a he's like a doctor for cyborg parts, right? So so people come and see him to get their their parts replaced, or fixed, or tuned up, or whatever, and he once upon a time was like a doctor for the uh the motorball games and he helped like create more advanced like cyborg parts and stuff so they'd be more big and deadly and exciting and so on and one of his patients that got hopped up on on drugs uh came by late one night and was trying to read his uh his uh medicine cabinets and he you know tries to calm them down and tell him to stop and then his daughter, who, who can't walk, which is why, you know, he was building a, a suit for she's in a wheelchair. And for some reason, as soon as this this uh, cyborg dude sees his daughter, he pushes him out of the way and runs straight at the daughter in the wheelchair, who's not doing anything. It's not like he's a, she's a danger to him. He, ta- he just yeah. runs into her like he's tackling someone on a football field.
1: Yeah, I don't think we needed this story, like, or this scene at all, nope. I think. If we had just heard him like explain that she was lost, that would have been enough. I don't think we needed this. I mean, clearly, this scene just doesn't work.
0: Mhm. Mhm. No, it's ter- I it made me laugh. I, I, it was laughably yeah, bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, because it was just this thing where he sees and just starts charging at her. I'm like, why are you charging at the girl in the wheelchair? Like, I don't know. Not that you seem like you're. A, a His sh- drugs are bad. <laughs> no, it's not even like he seems like he's a completely horrible. But he's just he's just a junkie. But. Junkies don't just attack people for no reason. Like if if yeah. he, if he thought she had drugs or, or money to buy drugs on her, maybe he'd go for it. But she's in like a nightgown. She's clearly just came out of bed. <laughs> she has yeah. nothing on her. <laughs> and we don't even see her mo- or, or or go flying. We just like we cut away for the moment of impact and then when, when he looks back, the wheelchair's just sitting there empty. Like, how how far does she fly? Where did she go? I know, right? Now,
1: right? <laughs> I mean it's sad.
0: It's so sad. It's not a real person. It's not that sad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, we definitely. This scene should have been cut.
0: Yeah, it should have been cut. It should have been cut. Yeah. Um, look, I I grew up in a house. My father was in a wheelchair. I mean, oh, that's a weird sentence. I grew up in a house, in a, in a house where Some someone. Don't. Yeah, I grew up in a house where someone was in a wheelchair. My father was in a wheelchair. Um, he had MS. So believe between you and me and everyone watching. You're
1: sympathetic. Yes.
0: Well, that's not where I'm going with this no <laughs> between you and me as a child in a house with someone in a wheelchair I know how to torment someone in a wheelchair right it was basically a, a, a daily activity is how do you mm-hmm. wind someone up in a wheelchair right there are ways there are ways and not once in my stupid adolescence did I ever think of just charging at my father like I was a bull <laughs> Where are we going next? Um I guess I'll, I'll guess we'll stay on plot lines in this one. I feel like this is one where I want to tackle it in terms of like subjects rather than going through the movie, like in front of card I just I feel like this neatly leads in to just like the guilt over his daughter, which leads mm-hmm. us to her mother, his ex wife,
1: I guess. Uh, I guess.
0: Played by They were both
1: from the Elysium place.
0: Yeah, they, yeah, we find out later that they were both originally born there. Um and they had to move down here because their daughter was sick. Um, I mean, do, do we take from that implication that either the rich place kicks out disabled people because they're awful, or is it that they, they, they don't allow cybernetics up there, so they left because at least, at least down here we can give her a, a functional body?
1: I don't know. I assume they do allow cybernetics because people are able to get up there.
0: True, true. Uh so, so, so. Th- 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 i mean it never really made it clear when
1: you your way to the top
0: yeah it never made it clear why they had to leave though like he says we had to come down I guess here
1: they said because she was sick so i guess maybe that is the implication yeah i guess um yeah uh but then if she gets a cybernetic then she's not sick anymore right so
0: unless she's sick in other ways too that we're not seeing hmm like maybe she's I'm got like, like let's say she has cancer like you know, pick a body part, right? But if they just take her head and put it on a cybernetic body, if you have you essentially beaten the cancer because the body that has cancer isn't attached to you anymore.
1: I mean if you're up there then you're clearly wealthy. Couldn't you afford to have things like that?
0: This is what I'm saying. It's not well thought like I don't understand like why they had to move.
1: Yeah. I guess I don't understand either.
0: Good, good, good. I feel vindicated. Vindication! Thank you. Um, but I still
1: it's,
0: like the goofy. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. I'm not trying to talk you out of it. I'm just, I'm going through the list of things that bugged me. Um, Jennifer Connelly's character, um, I think, is a waste of space and does not need to she's be weak. in this movie. Yeah. Um, she's a weak character. She, she, does
1: she always play the same person, like, in it,
0: every movie? You're saying that because we did Dark City a couple of months ago and she feels, exact like, she, same. It feels like she's just aged 20 years, but she's still the same character.
1: Yeah maybe i'm trying to think like wasn't she in that well she was in the day the earth stood still
0: the remake yes
1: and yeah the remake obviously
0: <laughs> no she was in the original at negative 25. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and she was in one of the movies have i seen her in and before some, oh, i guess recreation for a dream
0: oh yeah of course
1: i only watched that once though i didn't want to watch it again but i guess she played a sort of different character in that <laughs>
0: I mean, that's a very well-made movie.
1: Um... Yeah, but I didn't want to watch it again. No, I, I get watched it. it once and said, "Okay, I did it."
0: <laughs> yeah, that that movie legitimately the, the sounds of people popping pills in that movie legitimately made me feel sick. Like I had, a, I had like a bad stomach for like a few hours after watching that movie.
1: Yeah, it's a gross film. Um... Everyone should watch it.
0: Yeah, but I I like I think it's a good movie though, and I think it's I think it's something that everyone should see. I, I honestly I think it's a movie you should show in schools. Like here, this is why you don't get into hard dogs, people. <laughs> like. Don't do heroin because this will happen.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's a, def- it's a PSA that is well directed. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, well, I think the reason why it works is because it actually, like, because I mean, you call it a PSA, but I think a PSA by its nature is just the message where is this, this is clearly a director who's like, no, I want to tell a story of the madness your mind goes through, you know, yeah. when this happens, you know. So I think, and
1: uh, is it Helen Bernstein?
0: Yeah, the old Dolly.
1: Helen- yeah. I can't remember her name, but you need to watch it for her performance, because she's absolutely incredible. Yeah. Uh, although, I
0: think now, because I hate Jarrett going back and watching it, it might be harder than it was the first <laughs> time. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so, anyway, what was, I, what was I saying? I was, I was talking about uh, Jennifer Connelly's character. So her character has this arc, right? Well, she doesn't really, but the movie wants to pretend that she has this arc where she's working with the villain, Michelle Mahershal- Mahershal- Ali, and she's secretly working against uh ego and is going to help like you know take in alita because uh, mm-hmm. she's promised of getting to return to the the, the you know the elysium say and
1: <laughs> this she, is what we're going to call it yeah she she, <laughs>
0: she 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 sort of stares at her a couple of times when she runs into her once or twice and then when she finds her like like you know towards the end of the film and her, her, her boyfriend's like dying and she, she it turns out she ends up helping she has a change of heart and we have a scene where she's with with ali and she says you know i changed my mind i let, I let them go and he's like why did you let them go it's like because i forgot i was a mother and a doctor and you know it's, it, the whole idea being that she's actually had like a, a face turn at the end where she's decided no she's going to help because she she realizes that she actually cares about the fact that this person has feelings and so on and so on um that is a fine arc. That is a great arc mm-hmm. in any cyborg movie or even any movie where someone loses their way and has to, you know, become a good person again. Um this movie, it's like four scenes and it, it just it reeks of rushed shit. The, I, don't, yeah. I don't buy a second I, of it.
1: She's <laughs> one of the weaker parts of the film, I agree. It's her character arc is just uh, like yeah, it's written in the script, but I just don't feel it. Like, okay, it's a bit of a turn. But whatever, <laughs> she was hardly in the movie anyway.
0: Yeah, well, that's my problem with the villains. Actually, is that I feel like they're hardly in the movie as well. I mean, I mean, Mahershala Ali's in it a little bit more than she is, um, and but he's just this puppet for this other guy. He's the puppet for uh, Edward Norton, who's up in the Sky City, who just sort of like
1: yeah, that's the big reveal. Yeah,
0: he he talks. I have a question. Yes,
1: about Jennifer Connelly. So she goes to leave, and there are sentries there to stop her. So you see something bad happens to her she the one that ends up in the brain box? I don't know. I never got the impression that
0: that was her, necessarily. But you may be right. Also, explain Hmm. what the brain box is, because that's a weird sentence to to say out without.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so when Alita comes face-to-face with Mahersha Ali and he gives a demonstration where he opens up a box and there's a brain in it with eyeballs looking back at her and some other organs, keeping it alive and like just floating in some kind of fluid. And uh, then closes the box. But he, he says that like, as he's explaining what happened to her, um, to Jennifer Connelly's character. So I guess that's her. <laughs> he's keeping her alive because she's, she's good with like the augments, right? She's good mm. at finding people for the, the roller derby the <laughs> so i i feel I don't like remember the any names anything
0: <laughs> i feel like the real villain being someone because this is the thing all the big scenes that Mahersha ali has he stops playing his character and he's taken over by uh i can't remember the villain's name as like Novak or something stupid like that
1: nova nova there you yeah.
0: go um he like so his eyes go blue and we and we understand that when his eyes go blue it's actually nova who's speaking through him right and he's using his body as a mm-hmm. vessel to talk from above essentially which is actually very biblical when you say it like that i never even thought of that in the movie but
1: um oh yeah he even does well he doesn't do a biblical line he does a line from paradise lost Mahersha ali does mm. when uh, talking about whether or not he wants to be up top he says it's better to rule in hell than serve in heaven which is from Paradise Lost, is something that Satan says.
0: Which is actually, I'm glad you brought that line up because the point I was about to make about this is that because all the big scenes that he has as a character is when he's not his character, it effectively makes Mahershala Ali's character kind of worthless and pointless. And that line you just gave me there uh, about better to rule in hell than than be a servant in heaven, when he's talking to uh, Hugo at one point, because Hugo, of course, is working with the bad guys and until x point of the movie um that is the only line in the whole film where he actually has a character because other than that he is just a vessel that's just having generic dialogue until nova speaks through him and even though it's still obviously ali playing the character for the most part it it makes it feel really weird because i'm like like it's one thing to reveal that there's a bigger bad pulling the strings behind at the end or you know whatever but I never get a mm-hmm. sense of who ali's character actually is and why we should hate him, why we should want alita to defeat him you know outside of that he's just kind of facilitating what the main bad guy wants he's, he's just a henchman he's a stopgap and there's nothing interesting Yeah, but about
1: the he- him. he's he is but he's still on top of this city you know he's still in charge he's still the big bad even though of of where they are now oh, sure, yeah. he's not the big bad if they get to the elysium place yeah,
0: in theory but what's his character like who is he? Like tell tell me anything about him without without describing what he looks like or anything else. D- talk about his character. Who's who is he? Who is, he? Who is uh, what's he his is, name? Uh, Vector. Who is Vector?
1: Vector is the guy in charge of. <laughs>
0: no, not his job role. Not not, not not his job role. Henchman. <laughs> you're not no. You're not allowed job role. I'm saying personality. I'm saying motivations. I'm saying like who is he? Why should we care about him? Okay. Um Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, see I'm glad you can't answer because this is my point. There is no answer.
1: Okay. <laughs> he's he's something to do with the the people who do the roller derby thing, right? <laughs> That's his job. <laughs> Not like like what I'm saying is But is he that- also like steals augmented parts off of people off a of site uh, yeah, I don't
0: know. Think of any good villain, right? This character makes zero decisions, and if he doesn't make any decisions, then we- Because they're they're like like the big guy, let's play- You know, the big guy- He's
1: he's the guy, he's like the gatekeeper to get you into Elysium. Which is
0: fine for a video game that's your sub-boss, but in a movie, if this is the main villain of this movie, and he is, right? He's the one that gets defeated at the end, we should care about defeating him, and we don't, because- he has nothing going from. He doesn't make any decisions on his own. He just is a vessel for for Nova, who doesn't get defeated because we have to have him for the sequel, right? So we have nothing from him. We have not like he, at least the characters underneath him, like you know the big cyborg dude played by uh, Jackie Earle Haley. This big like it, it actually reminds me of the the the, uh, the mech from Eight Two
1: Nine.
0: No, I was going to say it reminds me more of the uh, the the robot from Nineteen Ninety Five Judge Dredd. Remember the one that Rico gets?
1: Oh yeah, yeah.
0: It reminded me a lot of that. But he's got he's got like With a like face, a Terminator skull. Yeah, but yeah. the rest of it's all this big chunky metal, like kind of like Hulk mm-hmm. size kind of thing. Like he has a personality. Even um, as Zappin, the the bounty hunter that kind of gives them shit, he has a personality at least. You know, he's a much he's enough of a dick that you care about alita beating him right you want alita to beat him uh the big guy mm-hmm. you don't necessarily care about her beating him so much but he's kind of like funny because he's always angry that she's beating them and it, it, it's a bit of a character ali yeah ali Mahersha ali's character and alita don't even encounter each other until the, the scene where they meet at the end of the film mm-hmm. they never talk or communicate in any way shape or form yeah we have no reason. We don't see him like make a bad choice where he says oh well um, you yeah know-
1: he's just there who, who, to say I want Alita dead because that's what Nova wants. You're right.
0: <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I'm always writing about that. I like I don't I, really, <laughs> I, I, I feel strongly about this okay. I feel strongly
1: about it. <laughs> I could <can> tell. <laughs> I, I know this movie's not great. <sighs> Good. <laughs> but i still kind of enjoyed it i don't know but, hey, maybe I'll, it's because my expectations were so low that's happened to me in the past yeah maybe I, if i rewatch it i won't like it but
0: i, I like a lot of dumb movies right i you know <laughs> i do i do um
1: but i do think that's but a sol- the main stuff with alita like i, I kind of liked watching her kick ass and i didn't think i would like the roller derby thing but i got into it and
0: no i, I actually I, I agree the the best thing i mean the best thing is her performance i like her action scenes and i like uh like the derby thing was a bit too much like just this is a cartoon now because everything absolutely everything was just cg um mm-hmm. but there was some fun beats in it um and i kind of liked her her ratchet it, it didn't necessarily go down the same path that all these stories kind of do where she remembers who she is and she like changes completely she still feels like her the entire time
1: she's still positive the whole yeah. way through yeah
0: and that's kind of I like kind of nice. I mean I
1: never not like Christoph Waltz.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, he's likable enough, him um, enough. I mean, again, his, his character though again is a complete cliche. I'll I'll I'll, I'll at least say this: I am shocked he wasn't dead by the end. Like opening like me too ten minutes. I thought he was done for. Yeah, I was this. This is the old dude from Hellboy, who has to always die.
1: Yeah, she's got to, you know be defiant and say i'm not going to listen to you and then it cost him his life and now she has to take vengeance and i'll avenge you i'm sorry i didn't listen so what we're saying
0: is (laughs) what we're saying is we thought they were going to uncle benham (laughs)
1: yes (laughs) exactly Uh, we didn't get it
0: um so i mean i guess credit for that i suppose um (laughs) But so the fact guess, is, so so I think the biggest problems in the movie, the I talked about the villains, um, being very underwhelming and not feeling like they're actually that much of a focal point, which is a kind of a big deal. And I think the other big problem in the movie is how much of it is devoted to the romance between Alita and Hugo, and mm-hmm. how the entire back half of the movie, like I thought, you know, I when I when I started this movie when I saw the trailers, I thought the. Like I don't know what I thought. I thought she, you know, she'd be rising up against the system. She'd be doing this. She'd be doing that. The entire back half of this movie is about him being in peril and her saving him, and then mm-hmm. making sure he's still safe. Like that is that is the entire third yeah. act of this movie.
1: I didn't I didn't care for um him being turned into a cyborg.
0: No, uh, I didn't care about the fact that he was actually doing villainous things. Um, I didn't care like I didn't mind that like
1: the re- I, I didn't mind that he was like because like, he he kind of saw right from the beginning that he was, they, they didn't try to hide it, like he wasn't even really trying to hide it from Alita, like he just had to he, his job was to go collect parts from cyborgs.
0: Actually, do you know what the first scene was where I knew I'd hate this character?
1: Huh.
0: He take, he's like, oh, I've got a special spot, a secret spot I want like to show you, and he's got this secret spot that he loves to view from up in this abandoned church up in the like one of the spires, and I'm like this is cliche romance bullshit
1: i couldn't yeah i couldn't believe he's like i just love the view but if you look behind him there's like a taller building that the view would probably be better from (laughs) yeah but that's not a band and he can't get in there (laughs) okay i just i
0: don't know it's just such a cliche that the guy has the secret spot he wants to show the girl that has this great yeah but
1: it's it's a young adult movie also you know she is a teenager she's falling in love and there's gonna be some stupid teenager love
0: tropes. Well, okay, since we're on the subject then, how are they gonna have sex? Answer me that.
1: <laughs> I don't know, maybe she's uh, fully functional.
0: Does, does, <laughs> does she have a drive? Is, is there a slot?
1: Well, I mean, her dad, I mean, it was a dad that made it for his daughter, <laughs> so no, definitely not.
0: Definitely not um yeah and then later on like because this is the thing like they they never talk about it um and like you know they have their first kiss and they're having these romantic moments he's teaching her how to play the game and um you know these friends get annoyed at him for spending so much time with her and and whatever and i'm like yeah but how do you you know
1: can you can you be intimate
0: like is that a thing
1: teenagers that's disgusting (laughs) he's not a teenager they're teenagers. <laughs> also, the the other suit that she gets is nanotechnology, and it adapts to the body that she thinks that she has. Sure. So she can just will the vagina.
0: <laughs> okay, but well, what about once he's a cyborg as well? Oh, I don't know. D- there's like gotta a-
1: get that desert eagle out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: there, there's like a, an oily like, rod comes out. I
1: don't know. They can just cuddle. <laughs> Hold hands, there's share a,
0: pudding. There's a lot of hard questions here, and again, this is part of what I was saying earlier about not really exploring the cyborg world and how it works. And
1: uh, this is a young adult movie. I don't think that part needs to be explored.
0: <sighs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm looking for things that would make it interesting. I was
1: interested. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where you say this. <laughs>
0: Um. All right. So, so she becomes a hunter killer because she finds out. Because it turns out the ego is Doctor Edo. As I see, I keep seeing ego. It's Edo. Um. He turns out to he has a big hammer thing, and he goes and tries to get collect bounties, but they're all after Alita. And it turns out she can fight. So she wants to sign up and like be on the, the patrol as a bounty hunter because it means they can defend themselves better. And she finds this suit that belongs not specifically to her, but to people like her. And uh, this crashed ship, which by the way, it's been 300 years and like no one's like pillaged this, like, the ship in this fairly findable location. All right. I guess. Whatever. Stupid movie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's a lot of trash to go through. <laughs> oh
0: dear. Um. Look, like, I just the, the the romance just doesn't work for me. I don't like it is like, oh I've got this dream, I want to go up to the city, I've got these plans, and she's like, Oh I'll we'll make I'll make money for you. I can I can do it, I can get some bounties, I can I can play in rollerball or Hey
1: um, when you care about somebody, yeah, you make sacrifices.
0: Yeah, I'm not disputing that. <laughs> like I get that part. I'm i I'm saying that I just don't buy the relationships at this point. Um and i don't know i I just i don't don't, don't so yeah so he's you know so we've not mentioned zapan who hates her guts because uh we see him early on but there's a scene in the middle where she goes into this bar that's just for bounty hunters and she's like listen up that idiot that that villain uh vector he's Mm -hmm. a you know he has a hold on everyone we should rise up against them let's band together and you know Zapan, I have to, I have to check his name every time because it's such a stupid name. Uh, Zapan, <laughs> uh, has to. He just makes fun of her and you know belittles her, and it's a whole thing. But then mm-hmm. she kind of threatens him, and a fight breaks out, and you know she takes his sword, she kicks him away, it's the whole thing, and it starts this big fight. Uh, which leads to this does. I big fight. I
1: hate whenever movies tell us when it's time to laugh at a joke. Oh yeah, and this movie does that here. <laughs> what was the joke? Go on. Uh, I don't really even remember it was just something about his face and then like everybody laughs like well no I, I just hate it when people tell us or when a movie tells us when it's time to laugh because the jokes did not work
0: yeah she also says something about don't mess up your hair and he's not got any hair because he's, he's he's got his face and then everything else is robotic like yeah so yeah but this is where the big guy first comes in and she fights him and she actually this is where the shot from the trailer where she's like diving through all the mechanical like tentacles and mm-hmm. she actually gets all her arms and legs cut off. So this is what finally convinces uh, Ido to put her in the, the war suit which she found because at first it's he didn't want to. Suit. Yeah. So Yeah,
1: it was kind of a cool scene. Oh the fight seemed like good. Fight.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the fight was the fight was enjoyable. I can't fault it. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so. good fight. I like the scene also before when she finds the suit and he refuses to put her in it because she is drawn to it. And he says, no, because you are a weapon. And if you if the damage that you can do in the suit that I made for you, I mean, I can't imagine what you could do with a berserker suit. And I I don't know, I kind of was digging like her history that was popping up the flashbacks themselves
0: were just only okay also it was really distracting hearing michelle Rodriguez's voice coming out of the like the her captain or oh, whoever it was. was michelle
1: rodriguez i, I recognized <laughs> her voice
0: as the thing. i'll double check but i'm pretty sure that was michelle rodriguez because i i heard her voice and i was like that sound if it wasn't it just sounded a lot like her
1: um mm, they got a rodriguez-esque actress
0: um I'm not seeing her name, but it's a really big list, so I could just be missing
1: it. I don't know the name of the character, so I would be able to yeah. help you out. Yeah, not, not do I. Uh, so- She's probably not named, like, Jenny or something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> who, who was your character in Alita, uh, Miss Rodriguez? Uh, I I was uh, Dolores. Dolores <laughs> <of mine. laughs> um there just one final thing in that fight though with the big guy is uh i do love that after she gets her limbs cut off she's got one arm left and she launches herself with one arm and then sticks her or her one arm in his eye to win the fight so she still wins yeah. even though she's got like almost no limbs uh yeah she's a fighter she is a fighter <laughs> uh no i mean the fight scenes are mostly fun they're a little bit too cartoony looking at times but like the actual yeah but they're
1: still coherent you know yeah. it's one thing like when you watch anime or um even like transformers and stuff and you can't quite figure out what's going on and in this movie i never had that problem
0: no no it's directed well where you understand exactly the geography of the action scene no it it does Mm -hmm. it really does um and you know she has this idea to go into the 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 the, the (laughs) motorball and win money uh, and it's right at this time where where Hugo is feeling bad. So he, he tries to stop his friends from... Because sh- what they're doing, actually, that, I've not even explained this shit. The thing they're actually doing is, like, kidnapping or, like, pinning down, like, cybernetic people on the street and, like, stealing their limbs and leaving them mm-hmm. there. And, like, that's really dick and s- dark and sick, right? Yeah. So, that's pretty dark. But, uh, so... Zapan shows up, kills his buddy. Says he's going to blame it on him, so there'll be a bounty on him, so he can chase him. So he's running away as the the actual race or round or whatever you call it in this game starts, and he's like, "Hey, Alita, uh, he's trying to kill me. I need help." So she, you know, flies out of the re- arena and sort of chases. Uh, you know, to towards them, as all the other players are trying to kill her because Shah Ali has put a bounty on her head in the game. Say, hey, whoever kills her in the game will get you know, however much fifty grand or something like that.
1: I think it was like half a million oh, of yeah. whatever units of currency they have.
0: Yeah, yeah. Who knows what currency they have? It's the future is weird. I don't know. Uh, like Canadian money.
1: Yes, my people. <laughs> they make it all the way. <laughs> all the way to Elysium
0: all the way uh, so yeah so she gets there but Pizan or Marzipan. Marzipan 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 stabs him anyway because this is the thing she has this big dramatic moment where she says no well you know I've seen the, the warrant for him now he's my kill he's mine And he's like well go on then don't don't you know let us down kill him because he wants to torture essentially by making her do this and Mm -hmm. this is the point where i'm like this is the first time she's had to actually consider that she might kill someone as she does this job i'm like what what like how did the movie not explore the idea that this was her job now
1: i think she was okay with killing someone i think she wasn't okay with killing her boyfriend yeah but like
0: think about it like this is such a shift for a character when she makes this choice to become this and she never actually has to do anything with it she never actually has to like suffer the consequence of like you know like give us a scene where she does kill someone that's that's got a bounty on them but make it be a little bit difficult like you know give her some guilt and like it was kind of hard so that this scene has more context for her she
1: stabbed a cyborg in the eyeball
0: who was trying to kill her that was self-defense that's not the same okay and he's not dead (laughs) i thought he was he comes back he comes back um but yeah so so that scene just bugged me and then you know the the our mom helps or that hard mom but like you know the mom of the 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 previous you know person who was called elita that she's kind of replaced in a surrogate way uh helps them like cut off his head but keep him alive by connecting him to her heart which is this like really expensive power source which also, that's the other thing. They set up her heart as this like like fuel source that people will want because it's worth millions, and never mm-hmm. really do anything with it outside of like using it to save him. I'm like, could, like I was expecting, you know, in the first maybe Iron for Man. The sequels. Yeah, maybe maybe on you know, the first Iron Man where like Tony is missing his heart for a bit, like his reactor thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's a great little scene. I thought I was expecting something like that in this, where she's like having to like struggle with that heart for like a minute or something like that.
1: Uh. She seemed to be pretty capable of just living without it, because she was like willing to just sell it at one point.
0: Oh yeah, because she was going yeah, but she was going to replace it with another source. Like yeah, we can get a cheap replacement kind of thing. Yeah. Um. So they give him a cyborg body. She goes off to because at this point in the movie it's a two-hour movie, right? And at this point, I checked the time. Mm-hmm. There was like fifteen minutes left, and she's like, "I'm going to go and like confront the bad guy." So we get this confrontation with vector that means nothing because we barely know him he's barely had any real character development um, yeah the
1: point was to introduce nova who's yeah. on yeah
0: elysium and she you know like he thinks he's got the upper hand because the big guy shows up again but she's now got a sword she stole from marzipan and she charges it with <laughs> her body's like energy which makes it like a lightning oh not lightning but like a it gives like a force field around Electrical. the sword yeah yeah um and she actually cuts off one of these like chain tentacle things and he's like oh shit yeah you know? uh which by the way an F- this is a PG 13 and it has an F bomb it has this one F bomb at one point uh where she tells the big guy to go F himself or something like that or F your like cord or something like
1: that uh it stuck <laughs> out. I wasn't perfect. expecting it I wasn't expecting it yeah I guess it would be PG 13 since there's no actual blood but there's so much violence in it they really like. Toy the line. There's a lot of combat, but I didn't get away with it because it's all robotic
0: limbs and stuff. It's you know it's almost never yeah. like human parts that are getting hurt. Um, but now they have to one F bomb, and I guess it's so kind of light and cartoony that it really caught me off guard when she dropped that. But yeah, you know, fair enough, fair enough. Um, so, oh, I'm sorry, Tara. Is this uh?
1: I'm so bored. <laughs> <laughs> bored 10 yeah um
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you know she she wins the fight and that's not even the end of the movie though there's another little tactile section where um the boyfriend who's got up out of the bed because the last we saw him he was lying in the, the bed with his new robot body he's still asleep mm-hmm. he, she gets a call from from uh Ido. hey uh hugo's left he's, he's, he's running from the the forces and she's like where did he go i think he's going up so the one thing they introduced earlier in the movie about the, the flying city above them or the hovering city is it was these big like tubes that go up at the side of it for like mm-hmm. like material and stuff so they can send up like resources and things like that he's like walking up this uh up to the city because uh, in, when in one of the flashbacks Which they also
1: established that he said if i had your body i would i would just do that i would just run up
0: yeah screenwriting 101 he he mentioned early on uh, that he would do it he also said early on hey uh,
1: screenwriting 101 this is a James Cameron script <laughs> this is not his draft hmm. there's no way this is his draft you don't know
0: this is not his draft I'm going to check how many writers are on this piece of shit
1: I think I just saw two names
0: nah okay it's just two names but you know what this uh, Callow grittis I'm blaming you <laughs> <laughs> i'm blaming you yeah based on the graphic novel series gum by Yuki- that all
1: of Battle Angel? yukito such
0: a- kishiro yes <laughs> mm,
1: okay
0: <laughs> i don't know i don't know um you know what i'm gonna say it. i'm glad he's doing avatar 2 instead of this or was I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad of that. Yeah, fact. me too. Um, so yeah, so he's walking up, Alita's trying to stop him, and of course uh, Evo, or Divo, or Davo, or Devon. Edo? No, who's the villain? Nova? Oh, I don't know. How is it?
1: Nova? Yeah, Nova. <laughs> yeah, Nova. <laughs> like the
0: show so it t- turns out he has uh, big spiky spinny things that come down the, 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 the pipe to stop anyone from doing this so they do a bit of a jump but he gets his limbs cut off she grabs him but his one arm remaining is falling apart and we get a dra- tragic death scene where she has to watch the love of her life fall into the, the, the void of nothing and he's you dead sad? no i was like why is this here this bullshit scene. And then the movie ends with her, like, because the one way you can get up to the city, that you know, the floating city, is becoming the number one champion in the 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 motorball So mm-hmm. she, you know, we jump a little bit of time ahead. She's got a really fancy, like, new mech suit that she's, our armor, or at least around her suit, that that make her good in the game. And she, you know, she's the winner. She's standing in front of the crowd of you know thousands or hundreds of thousands. And she looks She's up... She's
1: returning champ. Yeah, yeah.
0: She looks up at the sky, and Nova's looking down at her, and he takes off these, like, fancy, like, futuristic goggles, and it reveals that it's Edward Naughton. Naughton? Norton? I just... I, that was like a... <laughs> I was doing, like, a... What accent's that? That just misses the eye. Scottish. Arm. No, no, Scottish, <laughs> Scottish don't do that. Naughton. I don't know what that was. Well, no, I, I, I don't think I sound... I, I'm thinking of a Boston accent. I don't think I sound like a. Like i I'm doing a Boston oh, accent. Not but yeah but yeah. the way i missed the r sounded very boston that was like a boston-esque thing <laughs> um but yeah so he's looking down at her and she's like pointing her sword at him and it's like i'm coming for you kind of thing and then the title happens that is the end of the movie it is nothing but a sequel bait ending and mm-hmm. it, i i came out of this feeling that like there was no real ending that the story didn't really have a conclusion um i did enjoy when marzipan got his face sliced off though that was that was enjoyable I'll mm-hmm. say that.
1: You got to see like some teeth and like a tongue flapping around. Mhm. Uh,
0: yeah. No blood or oil though, which was weird.
1: <laughs> oh, he has blue blood. We saw him with the, his nose running. Oh,
0: that's right. You're he had, like, right. Like this
1: bright blue blood. Yeah, it's blue blood. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, like a Vulcan. No. Green. Is it green blood? Yeah, they have green
1: blood.
0: Oh, I I knew it was green or blue. Don't. I 50-50. I'm sorry. And
1: Dorians have blue blood. There and Dorians can be found on the hit television show, Star Trek.
0: <laughs> do you know, I actually, I, I did do a Sly Buffy reference earlier, which I didn't point out. Mm? When you were joking, you were bored. Uh, I think that's when I said Oh it. yeah. I said bored now. That's a reference to the hit television show Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Mm. There it is yep so there you go I got it in somehow Some what way... if
1: James Cameron does a sequel
0: no one's going to fund it it's not happening you don't think so it'll be better if it did don't get me wrong but
1: you don't think they'd make another one with like a smaller budget
0: nah I think this was DOA this, this was a
1: that's I don't know exactly what it made but it did not do well um <laughs> I don't know I, the trailers didn't sell me on it but I kind of wish I saw it in the theater because the special effects were really good I can't believe we came out of this
0: with you being the more positive one I really like <laughs> going into this I thought I would kind of like it and you would hate it and I had way more problems with it and you were like it's mm-hmm. oh, actually not that bad." I don't know I think it's cramped yeah, with liked it. too many things it doesn't explore any one thing enough I think the villain doesn't work um, I,
1: yeah I mean i can't say that i didn't enjoy watching it i will say that i fell asleep at one point but i was really, really tired and i was watching it in bed sure <laughs> sure sure that's what it was you were you were tired yeah it wasn't it wasn't the movie oh my god i was so tired i'm I, still tired so i keep yawning
0: I, I i was zoning out uh the more it went on a little bit um i think the the focus on what the plot was just i don't know it just it wasn't as fulfilling and in- personal story and i guess it's because they try to save so much for potential sequels but i think in doing that they just hurt their own film because nothing mm-hmm. felt like it was important because that it just all felt like it was set up for for later as opposed to you know when you go back and watch batman begins you don't feel like you're just getting sequel teased there's one scene at the end where it's like hey joker's coming but other than that it is a full yeah. story with a beginning middle and end and you feel satisfied like you've had a full meal i feel like i was teased with some soup here and i never got the steak right the steak just never <laughs> came to the table uh, or what's the vegan equivalent uh, you know i'm just going for a metaphor
1: <laughs> bean burrito bean burrito <laughs> the
0: bean burrito never came doesn't work <laughs> <laughs> oh dear so yeah you know, I-, I was hoping that i'd come out that's been like really enthusiastic and be like oh this is a kind of enthusiastic seven i'm kind of you know
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know i was hoping for something to that level uh, and I, I didn't get that. Is there anything else you want to talk about in the movie that I've glossed over? I don't know if I.
1: Um, I don't think so. I think we've covered it all.
0: All right, that's code for let's just wrap up this damn recording, so so we can get on <laughs> with things. Because let's read it. It's too long. Um, yeah, let's read it. You first.
1: Okay. Well, yeah, I'm kind of positive about the movie. Obviously, it's not flawless. I still have issues with it. <laughs> Overall, maybe it's because I went in with my expectations so low that i enjoyed the majority of the movie and was incredibly impressed by the effects and the lead performance um and if they make more i'll i'll watch it so i'm gonna give it what i gave bumblebee because i kind of see them as a bit similar and that's gonna be a 6.5 they also share an actor oh yeah who's that
0: yeah the, the uh, hugo's friend was a love interest in bumblebee
1: Oh, that's where he was from. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, and of course, Jennifer Connelly was in Dark City, which we did already. So we're getting to this mm-hmm. point where we're seeing actors pop up again in movies, just at random, like, oh, yeah, that person's in this.
1: Yep. So, <laughs> you know,
0: see, see how it goes. Um, for me, like, I, I like the lead's performance. I think the character's likable. I like how she's always positive. Um, I think some of the action's pretty fun. Uh, a bit cartoony, but fun in its execution. And how how it, you know the geography the pacing of it uh you know it's, it's kind of over the top but over the top in a way that you can follow and i appreciate that um i do love like cyberpunk worlds with cyborg parts and things like that i just wish it either chose to like go into that more um like i i would take out the entire boyfriend and just get rid of him out of the movie completely i think that yeah
1: she's a teenager though kind of have the teenage plot <sighs> <laughs>
0: I'd get rid of all of it um and the villains could do with being fleshed out and actually making it feel like the villain that we actually fight in this movie with, with the protagonist is feeling like it's worth something and not just like yeah okay that dude who is the villain because he's a big actor and nothing else basically <laughs> um so with all that said with all that said i i was thinking through as i was watching it was probably gonna be like a five five point five the final 20 minutes pissed me off so I'm giving this a 4 out of 10 ooh that's low sequel bait bullshit at the end without feeling satisfying in the first place the entire death of the boyfriend and the, the dropping him was just painfully tedious cliche full of tropes all these romance bullshit cliches I'm not down for it so
1: um, yeah okay I think that's kind of low for it but that's all right i'm sure most people will agree with you
0: yeah some people might agree with you don't, don't don't play yourself down like that um stick no up for i'm your, not stick up for yourself i just saying that
1: most people are wrong <laughs>
0: <laughs> fight me on it let's about the movie maybe i would have said that but like just you know it's fine it's fine um i mean I, I am definitely in charge let's not anyone confuse that but you don't have to agree with me <laughs> any way shape or form
1: we did have a talk
0: okay I'm joking we're we're equals in this show we're completely equals I'm more equal than you are but we're equals (laughs)
1: Uh, I don't know if you understand the definition of equal I better get a raise after this (laughs) all this abuse I'm going through
0: (laughs) alright you've had a rough episode you've had a rough episode so I'm going to shake up the ending here a little bit and say, we'll go straight to the Patreon plug. Tara, go.
1: <laughs> yeah, if you like what we do, our reviews, you can go to our Patreon page. It's patreon.com slash TV. You can donate. little as a dollar per month, and that dollar gets you bonus episodes of The Ace. Um, we've got, what, two up? We're about to record a third one. So, that's uh, exciting. In fact, by the time this goes up, the third one
0: will already be there.
1: Alright, so... <laughs> Thanks for uh, donating. I hope you guys enjoyed those.
0: Yeah, I hope you enjoyed Robo Vampire. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I yeah. did. Yeah, great <laughs> <laughs> yeah, patron. Um, you can also support us by uh, you know rating the, the podcast on your podcast app, Apple Podcasts or whatever. Helps pe- more people find it if you get five stars, give it a nice review. Um, you know, like, subscribe, comment. Let us know what you thought of the movie in the, the comments below um all, all that good stuff us on twitter at the ace podcast and if you want um to ask us questions on at the ace podcast we'll pick a few um you know time from time and and do some questions on the show as maybe like a final segment so you know uh, feel free to ask us questions on at the ace podcast um
1: that'd
0: be cool so there you go um you gotta do that and what else did I need to say what else did I do at the end oh yeah so obviously uh, we often have a mystery science theatre section at the end we don't have that this week we will have that back for you next week I believe we are doing Mitchell, Mitchell. yeah there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, so Mitchell. we'll have that next time oh, so good. along with another 2019 movie as the main event uh, the movie we're doing next week do you remember it Tower? no <laughs> oh is it the
1: John Goodman one?
0: Yes, yeah, there
1: you go. Captive state. <laughs>
0: there you go. We got there in the end. What's really bad about that is that earlier on, I was like, "Hey, let's make sure this is available for renting today." And Tara went and checked, and it was there. <laughs> so yeah. that's that's why I was trusting that she'd know what it was. But <laughs> but to be fair, to be fair, this is the first time I've not had to like look at the schedule to because uh, you know, usually I'm like, "Oh, let's find out. I'll, I'll go and check." <laughs> you know, it's usually that yeah. I'm doing it at the end. Um. <laughs> but this week i had it locked and loaded it was ready to go and here thank you very much so there we go you're welcome that has been the atomic cinema experiment this has been episode 16 i think um what a wild ride it's been hopefully you enjoyed us blabbering on about alita battle angel and you'll come back for more and check out our old episodes and everything else um tara what are your final thoughts doesn't have to be movie related Is there a final statement you would like to say Mm. Um, you can reiterate a point from earlier. You can just make a it's statement. It's better
1: to rule in hell than serve in heaven.
0: Very well said. This mm. this has been the show. Thank you once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching sci-fi movies, guys, and remember, computer at salsa.
1: Yum yum.